up welcome to the primal lifestyle podcast my name is jay campbell the primal lifestyle podcast is brought to you by on it o-n-n-i-t next week is thanksgiving day after is black friday if you're gonna buy anything from on it wait until black friday the sales they have are sick that's when i stock up on most of my stuff for almost a full year i mean i'll go pretty crazy on black friday stock up my pantry with some of their stuff that i use uh, amongst that is alpha brain whey protein creatine glutamine New Mood, MCT Oil, all that cool stuff for total human optimization, for a ketogenic diet, for a healthy and active lifestyle, for cognitive function, for being the best version of yourself and all things total human optimization. To support the show, please visit primaljedi.com slash on it, even on Black Friday. You won't be able to use our coupon code, which is usually Jedi, J-E-D-I. On Black Friday, it's going to be no coupon code. It's going to be whatever's on the site is the sale. All sales final, blah, 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 blah. They stand by their money back guarantee. If you have, if you order a product that doesn't work for you, if you get Alpha Brain and you feel like you're dumber, if, if after you take Alpha Brain, you're like, huh, then you'll get a full money back guarantee. Highly recommend them. Use them every day. Uh, again, primaljedi.com slash on it. It's O N N I T. Check it out. On today's podcast, I have a good friend over. Her name is Jackie Adragna. I think I'm saying that right. Sorry, Jack, if I'm not. Adragna. Yeah. Sounds right. She's Jackie. She's an actress. She's a model. Just found out she's a writer. Actually, a good fucking writer, too. I'm going to post a link in the show notes to a little horror piece, a short story she just wrote. And it's I'm not sure how many parts she's doing, but I know it's part one of however many. And she's a talented writer. So if you've ever been interested in acting, modeling, or writing, for that matter... Today, we kind of dive into what goes into all of that, and it was an eye-opener for me. I've known Jackie for a little while, always knew she was talented, always knew that she took really good pictures, stays in sick shape, and today, she kind of talks about how she does that, how she's pretty much camera-ready all the time, which is a lot more surprising than you would think. Her uh, her regimen and nutrition is wild for what she's doing all the time, but she makes it work. She's active, and She's awesome. So if you're ever interested in modeling, acting, or just film, theater, all that good stuff, Jackie's a wealth of knowledge. I really enjoyed our time on, on this week's podcast. So without further ado, Jackie Adragna, thank you guys for listening to the Primal Lifestyle Podcast. Please enjoy. But yeah, you can't just try to talk like directly into directly, it. Right. Yeah, that's been like one of the problems is... um. That I, I don't listen to them too much. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't go back and I'll edit and mm-hmm. make sure everything's leveled off. But one thing that people have been telling me is, like, the volume kind of goes in and out. Mm. So I'm still playing around. I'm still learning. I don't have the time to, like, if we talk for an hour, I don't have another hour to sit there and, like, re-listen to what I was just part of. Yeah. You know? I used to sing and I used to hold my microphone really close. Like, you had to. Or I had the thing around my Wait, tap your shit. Mm. I had this this thing off. Oh really? Yeah, so that's why you so can't I, hear it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear. I'm like, oh shit. I'm I hear it. I hear it. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. All right, good shit. Cool. But it's very low. So let's go to Austria. Are you going there? Yeah, I'm gonna go there next month. For what? Um, for this acting conservatory. Um, everyone there speaks English in the class. Thank God. <laughs> that, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's like 
I think like five days. It's a really strict schedule. It starts at like 7 a.m. And it goes all the way to like 9 p.m. And there's like breaks in between, but they're not that long. And it's like a lot of physical activity. And it like um, combines a lot of different methods of acting. And it also mixes it with the teacher's method as well. And he's like really unique and like he's from there. So it's going to be really different. And that's cool. I think it will really contribute to my craft a lot. Yeah, I would think so, man. When did you get into that? So, so you model and you act, mm-hmm. right? When, when did you get into that? How did you get into that? All right. So, like, I in high school, like, maybe I wasn't a senior, so I was a junior, and I want I auditioned for Greece, and I got, like, this really small role. Were you saying? Oh, you weren't saying? No, I, I wanted Rizzo, and I sang very well. <laughs> I sang very well, and I used to be lead singer in a choir, so... um. I was singing and that was great. But then when I went up to act, I was so shy and I could not do it. And I obviously didn't get the part. They gave it to a senior and um, they gave me this really small part and I didn't take it. And now I feel really stupid about it because like now you usually take any part you can get, especially if I took the time to audition for it. Why wouldn't I take it? So I don't know. When I got into college, I kind of joined like the theater group there. I took like one acting class and I really enjoyed it. And I actually the first thing I ever did was the vagina monologues. With cool. this girl. It's really like, it's really risque. It's really dirty. It's filthy. And I had to do it in front of the whole class. And I really enjoyed it. And I love like the reactions from people. And I love the fact that I didn't act like I was myself, like me performing it. I act like I was someone else saying it. So like that made me so much more comfortable. And I didn't even feel like I was really there. Yeah. And it's like this whole like thing where you have to like take yourself and like basically push yourself back into yourself and then bring something else forward, like a different personality, a different mindset. So I really enjoy doing that. I don't know why I enjoy being like a character instead of myself. I feel much more comfortable. I usually have social anxiety, like personally. Really? So, yeah. I never, I never got that from you. Really? Yeah. Nah. Oh, maybe I feel comfortable around you then. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, even from like, from, from what you're doing, like, you know, like you post like when you're acting and, mm-hmm. and you know you post your your model photography yeah. and stuff so i mean yeah you certainly appear like, mm-hmm. very confident you know yeah it's different though to me like i don't know the modeling like a lot of that's really not i feel like me like i feel like there's parts of me in that but it's not me totally like me personally like i'm not really yeah. i feel like i'm very actually a reserved person yeah you know like i can go wild i have my moments but there's a lot to me that's not just me. So I feel like when people see that, they have this different perception of me, which isn't really fair. But um, I started with the modeling. Like, I did theater in college, and I did get my senior year, I got a lead role in, um, what was it, Arms and the Man. It was a Shaw play. So that was really interesting. And I had to really um, get rid of my whole accent. And I had to do, like, a mid-Atlantic speech, which is just understandable by everybody. Yeah. It sounds very basic. Um, also, I had to take classes on how to wear the dress. The dress was ridiculous, like how to like hold it and move around with it. And the thing I love about theater is that the audience has no idea what's supposed to be right, what's wrong. So like you can totally yeah. mess up and like they think that's part of the show. And it's and there were parts where like people forgot their lines and I just love ca- I could carry people right away. Yeah, like, I know how to improv very well. So I really enjoyed that. But so I, more acting than modeling. That's, yeah, that's, more that's how it started. But then I realized I was like, you know what? I really enjoy film. To me, yeah. like, I'm a film buff. I've been watching films since I was five years old. Like, I saw Silence of the Lambs when I was five. My parents introduced me to everything. They were very liberal, so I really enjoyed film. I love the craft. I love yeah. actors. Um, I love where it takes you, you know? So I was like, and film's so much more intimate. Theater, you have to be very pronounced. You have to be so loud that the person in the last row can hear you. So it's not a lot of intimate moments, you right. know? It's very, like, out there. Film, you can 
focus a screen on someone's face and they don't have to say anything. You just look at their like facial expressions and you know what's going to happen. You know what they're thinking. Yeah. And I love that. I, I could watch a silent movie. Like, I love that. That's cool. Yeah. I see that on your IG a lot. I always see like you got like different movies on it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's dope, man. My dad competes with me. Like, if I don't get a, like, a movie quote he's saying, he yells at me. <laughs> he's like, you should know better. <laughs> <laughs> know your movies. Know your yeah. shit, man. So I figured, like, how am I going to get into film? And I figured, I saw a lot of people started modeling. And I figured modeling and film could go hand in hand. Like, if I get with a yeah. certain brand, it might be easier for me. So my first job was with Maxim Magazine. And I got that, like, on a whim. Like, I submitted a photo of me in a mirror. Like a mirror, uh-huh. mirror, like snapshot off my cell phone. And they wanted me to come in. I came there in like a dirty, like wife beater, like short, like shorts, like dirty sneakers. <laughs> like so. And they, and I got the job right away. Wow. And I got to shoot campus cuties, which wasn't like a contest or anything. It was with Miko Leem and he shot, shoots a lot of champion ads. He's very, very good. And uh, we did that. It got published. So that was awesome. And then through that, I kept, like, my contact with them. And I did, like, a lot of work with them over the course of, like, three years. I worked the Nick and Artie show with them, Artie Lang and Nick DiPaolo. They did, like, a radio show on um, – it was on DirecTV and Sirius Radio. So I did that every Friday night with another girl who was awesome. And then I did March Madness with them, and I had to go there every Monday. And at the point, I was doing a shoot with a weave company. So I had, like, a weave in my hair. So, like, the stylist had such trouble, like, styling my hair every Monday for that. <laughs> so we did that. That's still on the website. I did. I worked a lot of their parties. I worked a Halloween party. P. Diddy did this Maxim Ciroc military ambassador party. So I worked that. I worked New Year's Eve. And I really enjoy it. Like, of course, New Year's Eve, you want to be with your friends and family. You yeah. know, Halloween, you want to. But I love it. If I'm yeah. working, like, I love work. It takes that's me awesome. away from everything. So you use modeling as um as a way to, to boost your acting. Yeah. That's, that's what you really want to be yeah. doing. Yeah. And then, so you just found all this work kind of. That's how it, it, it just happened. happened. That's how it happened. So I did wow. Maxim and someone, a filmmaker, saw me in Maxim and they actually used it in one of their films. Like this guy was looking through the magazine and I'm like in the magazine and then they contact me and they want me to do like a bunch <clears throat> of like little skits. So I worked with them and their skits got on Funny or Die, which was great. It got a lot of views. And um, through that, like, yeah, I started picking up like different things. Like some girl contacted me. She's like, I have your picture in my bathroom right now. <laughs> Damn. So like, yeah, so that was really cool. And that's how like people like I worked with Fuzz on the Lens and they're like up and coming right now. We just did Abnormal Attraction, which is it's great. Malcolm McDowell's in it. Gilbert Gottfried's in it. Bruce Davis wow. is in it. They have Tom Hanks, brother, Steve Buscemi's you got brother a part in it. Yeah, I no have shit. a really um, it's I don't want to say a small part because there's no small parts, only small actors. Yeah, but it's about like all these people have these weird fetishes for monsters and they're in an AA meeting talking about like the weird things they do. And my director is in it and his story has to do with me. And I play like the zombie that he like watches every night that always tries to kill him. But he's like obsessed with her. That's so cool. it was like three hours of hair and makeup and everything. So it was. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, yeah. That, that shit looked crazy. They had me running in the snow. Like I was wearing like basically just prosthetic and they had me running in the snow wow. it was ridiculous but i love it yeah it i seen i seen like yeah they when when they did it like it looked like you weren't wearing anything yeah and they just put makeup it's all, all fake your... it's all fake it's all wax it's all like that's why it takes three hours they just layer it on yeah there's basically like there's so much between me like my skin and that you know i'm yeah. basically i would never do anything nude yeah i really wouldn't i got offered to do playboy to be a playboy playmate twice wow. And I, and they gave, they offered me, you know, the contract and everything and to go there. And I turned it down because I just, to me, it's just not that I, I'm not against it. I had, you know, I, 
to each their own. You know, I don't judge yeah. anybody. Everyone can do what they want to do. But that's not how yeah. I wanted to start out. Like, sure. I know I do a lot of things that are sexy and I always don't want to be perceived that way because right. I have a lot of different characters in me. I can cry on spot. I love like bumming it out. Like I'm very like, I feel like very laid back. So I don't always want that to be a thing. Yeah. You know, so that was not the way I was going to go with it. You know? Yeah. Well, good for you for knowing what you want to do. Yeah. So when they don't want to do. Yeah. When they proposed this part to me, I was like very like, Michael, are you sure it's not nude? I was like, you know, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah. please. And he was like, no, trust me. And they actually, it looks really good. You know, I yeah. have a little clip of it on my phone still. Did you, did you post it? No, I'm not allowed to post it. So right oh, yeah, now they showed it in on Staten Island at the atrium and they showed it once in the city at a theater and they're showing it again in December. And right now they picked up distribution. So they're either going to distribute somewhere online, like either Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. We don't, we have no idea yet. So last week they asked me to come in and shoot with them again because now they need like a little movie poster for the digital platforms. Wow. So they picked me for it. So I'm really excited about that. I mean, I don't know exactly what picture they're going to choose. They could just choose a picture of my hand because that's usually how this business works. But either way, I'm just really excited. So I had to go all back into hair and makeup again last week. But it was really cool. I really uh, enjoyed it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That sounds right up your alley. I was reading um, something you wrote the other day. You did uh, this like little short story. I guess, is that the right word? Short story? Yeah, play? I would say. Yeah, yeah, short story, probably. Do you do a lot of writing? Uh, yeah. I've really? actually been writing a lot. I started writing a book about my life, the way I was like brought up. And I have oh, like 30 pages on that. And it's like intertwined between like feelings now and feelings I've had in the past and like uh-huh. things I've been through because I feel like I've had a very interesting upbringing. Yeah. So um, I have that. I start writing a screenplay as well. So I have like maybe 27 pages of that. Not and sure. then I saw like this, um, yeah, the blog. My, um, my boyfriend told me about this blog and he knows I love like a lot of creepy stories. Yeah. So I started reading it and I was like, you know what? I really want to write one of these. So I started writing it and there's going to be parts to it. That's just the first. Yeah. Part. I have the second part. Well, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that and I was like, I was looking for like the next button or something. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm going to wait till I get a certain amount of views. And yeah. And probably post the second part. See, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll repost that on here. And, um, oh, thank when, you. so you said that the film that you were in, it was at the atrium and in Manhattan mm-hmm. and there's another showing December. Yeah, December. So make sure at the end or whenever, at least yeah. text me at the end and I'll throw it in the show notes. Oh, okay, that cool. Is, so that would be great. Check thank it out you. and stuff. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah man. Well, that's really cool. Yeah. That, um, I got into writing about, um, I mean, I, I always wrote, you know, my whole life, I was, I always felt like I was a writer, so I'd mm-hmm. write certain things. I started publishing the stuff that I was writing recently. Oh, wow. All nonfiction, all like, you know, like health, fitness mm-hmm. and, and stuff That's like so that. Cool. And it's cool. Yeah. But um, I always wanted to dive into fiction. So maybe you can actually help me because I don't know. I'm not really sure how, like, I don't know how to start. You know, it's like I get certain ideas and you'll, you'll start coming up with different concepts or stories maybe. Mm-hmm. But. <clears throat> to break that kind of like creative barrier is tough like what do you use for influence like with horror especially is it's kind of that that's out there yeah you know so like what do you use for influence how do you how do you kind of sit down and and get your head in that state of mind where you're not necessarily like like i said for me it's easy i i compile a whole bunch of research i take notes from it i highlight it i go back and forth i mm-hmm. read it i cross check it i make sure the information's right i start organizing it and then i just you know yeah. But then like when I'm sitting down, say I want to do some kind of fiction, poetry, whatever, it's a little different. So how do you get into that zone? How does that how does that work for you? All right. Well, so like I'm a method actor. So to me, I put myself in a lot of different positions to feel different things. So like if I want to write something about horror, like I've been into horror since I was a kid. So it's really hard for me to get scared. 
I watch horror movies before I go to bed, like almost every night. And it's nothing to me. You know, I laugh. Yeah. I know where people are supposed to be scared. So I try to put myself in a position like what would really scare me right now? So like when I wrote that, I'm thinking cool. I was sitting on the ferry and I was thinking about it. And I'm like, it would be so messed up right now if like they just closed the ferry and all this stuff just happened. I was thinking, yeah. what would I do? And I start really like I sit there and I really go into it. And I'm like, what would I do? And I look at the person next to me, which I probably look like a creep. And I'm like looking at them. I'm like, would I talk to them? What about that person? I'm like that person over there was going to cause trouble and I start like getting into this whole like scenario yeah you know and I start that's how I like you know we'll begin like a story you know and I'll start thinking like things personally I also like to relate to my audience as well and I'll start thinking about other people I like to relate to people in a way where I feel like everyone I feel like everyone's kind of the same and I feel like everyone goes through the same things but in their own way and at their sure. own time in life and I feel like we can all like relate if people are more honest about themselves. So I always think of things that I'm thinking that people wouldn't want to say out loud. I know sometimes we all think things that we wouldn't want to say. And I like yeah. bringing that into a story. And I feel like when you have things like that and people are reading it and they're like, wow, you know, I thought that last week and I was so like ashamed of thinking that or this and that. And you feel like, wow, this person's like me or this person gets it or they understand. And that really draws me to other people's stories or like film or movies. Like anytime I'm feeling something, I always put on a film that that can character in the film is feeling like the same as me right like i like to let uh let like life imitate art in a way you know so that's how i would begin like a story like thinking about me personally i like that yeah i like that everything you just remind me remind me of something else you ever have the platinum rule no well so like the golden rule is yeah i posted about that today well oh did you what what, what did it say i was i was really like do unto others as you would have them do unto you which is something i feel like is like religious you learn that you know in church and school and that's also like a way you should live your life and it's weird that's the one rule like every religion has in common sure and i feel like if people aren't practicing that then anything else they say they believe in is just like null and void to me you know because like that's how like how people treat you is how you should treat them i don't know in return yeah the platinum rule is this concept of consciousness where instead of treating others the way you would want to be treated, it's treat others as if they were you living a different life. Mm. So it's it's similar, but it's different. But what you were saying kind of reminded me of, of that, that kind of level of consciousness. Because it takes a certain level of consciousness to be able to sit there and with kind of like a blank canvas and look around and say, like, what would scare me? Like, what would what would I do if this happened? And, and kind of go off on like your own tangent and tell yeah. a story. You know, it's 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 a beautiful thing. I struggle with it. It's tough. It's it's hard for me to get into that fit. Like I'm I'm am surrounded all the time by like these, what I'm interested in. You know, like the the science behind health and fitness mm-hmm. and strength and conditioning. Like so, it's it's all it's all this um, you know, like analytical data on like um different different like uh, people's blood works and like what's going on in the human body and blah 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 blah. But at the same time, it'd be cool to be able to capture that creativity to be able mm-hmm. to create something. That's funny. I know nothing about that, nothing about like health or anything. When I was younger, I actually wanted to be a plastic surgeon. And I remember I went to the library and I got all these books on it and I was really interested Mm. in it. And I studied it for like a little while and that was going to be my thing. I told everyone for like over a year, that was my thing. And then like, as I got older, I got really like grossed out by like blood and like the organs and like thinking like of the things in my body and my skin. And then I was like, this is not for me. I cannot do this. And it happened with age. Like I felt like I was very, I was hard. When I was a kid, I was like a rock. Nothing bothered me. I never cried. If I got hurt, I wouldn't even tell anybody. When I got older, I feel like I got much more emotional and things just like totally changed. So it happens. Yeah. It's funny you say not to health and fitness, man. I always crack up when I see your Instagram stories and it's like, 
breakfast and it's like a pile of garlic knots and like oh, pizza yeah. and shit. But then like the next picture you post 10 minutes later, it'll be you in a bikini and you look shredded. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I go to work and the girls there must hate me because everyone's there with their yeah. like salad and avocado uh, and yeah. like just sometimes like a green drink. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and I'm like, I come in there with like all these, all this food, like garlic knots, like two slices of pizza, Sicilian, like it's so good. And the girls are like, oh my God, that smells good. And I'm like, have one, have it. Yeah. I'll give them, I'll give it all. I'll go and get more. You know? And they're like, no, I can't. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't? I'm like, it's one. It's just yeah. one. Like just have it. Well, these like other models and stuff? Uh, all the girls I work with are very fit. They're yeah. gorgeous. They're unbelievable. I work with like 90 different girls. They're all beautiful and they're all so nice. No one argues. Yeah. No one's catty. No one's like jealous. Jealous. Cool. No one. It's amazing. It's awesome. It's such a great environment. And I went to an all girls high school. So that's kind of what it reminds yeah. me of. So it makes me feel very comfortable. Like it, to me, it's very important to love your job. And like the fact that I could wake up and I'm like excited to go to work. Yeah. Like I can't wait to see everyone. I can't wait to get in the groove. Like oh, that's, awesome, that's amazing man. to me. You know? Yeah. Well, say if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, so that's, exactly. that's a beautiful thing there. So with your writing, would you ever consider writing something like for your, Well, I guess you do write stuff for yourself. It's it's for you. But mm-hmm. um, so you say you're writing a screenplay. Mm-hmm. Does that involve you? Is it like like starring? It's not, it doesn't involve me, but I made my boyfriend read it. And he's like, it seems like the characters are just different sides of you. Like each character is like oh, a yeah. different side of me, but they're different. They're different people. And I've had other people read it and they say the same thing, but it's not really me. It's just like a perception of me, yeah. of like my character. But the screenplays so far, it's like, it's basically about, um, let's say, you know, celebrities, like everyone, you know, everyone glorifies celebrities. Everyone like looks at everything they do. They're always watched. It's about like, let's say all the celebrities aren't even alive. They're not even there. They're all like, like basically robots and they're all being manufactured in the hollywood sign Uh and it starts that way and it starts with like this contest at school and they want like taylor swift's new like um assistant and they're like looking for one and they want to like learn to like manipulate the public more and it's like about that and it's about these two girls that travel there and everything so that's cool it's really interesting because i got really um hung up on like glitches and like the the mlk chips and i read about that and i got like really like into that and i thought that was like really interesting not that I really perceive it to be true, but I just, like, it really blew my mind. Like, Do you watch Westworld? Uh, actually, I have a funny story. So one day I was like, I want to watch Westworld. I'm going to start yeah. it, you know? So I put on this, I put it on, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, they really did it in an old-fashioned way. I'm like, this is really yeah. good, you know, this and that. And then it ends, and I'm like, wow, that was an hour long. I'm like, there's no one, there's no other episodes. I end up watching the movie from the 70s. <laughs> Okay, which I was like, all right, That's it was hysterical. it was really good. Did you ever see the movie? No. I so the movie is from a totally different perspective. It's about the um people that go there. It's not right. from the robots' perspective. It's from the people. Oh, okay. So it's really cool, like seeing it that way. And they yeah. go there, and there are other worlds too. There's future world. There's yeah. Roman world, and you don't even know about that. And then I started watching the show, so the show is a little weird to me. You know, yeah. so I so got into weird. it. Yeah, I got into it though. It's it's cool. Uh, yeah, it's 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 badass. Well, the first season I loved. Yeah, I, thought I, it, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I did. Well, second season halfway through, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, I'm like, what did I miss? Like, well, <laughs> I I hate when that happens, man. And you have to go Great and show. rewatch everything. Yeah, no, I, I go to Google, man. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, what led to the shit in episode three? I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I'm, I'm all confused. But yeah, that reminded me of that a little bit, like yeah. that, like alternate kind of kind of universe type thing yeah where it's like they're kind of people but they're not yeah you know 
Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. We'll have robots eventually. Yeah, eventually. Hopefully, I'm not here for that. <laughs> no, nah, we're going to be, man. I, I think it's going to be right when we're like, really old, though. I'm we're really, like the same age, right? I'm 29. Yeah, I'm 29, yeah. too. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, when we're, when we're really old, I think they're going right. to start coming around. I'm, I'm very old we'll, school. we'll just miss it. I'm not like even into like technology. Like if I didn't need a phone, I wouldn't have one. Yeah. I really wish I can transport to an island that's stuck in the 90s. I'm stuck on like Windows 95. You can, man. Do yeah, it. I really would love to. I, I'm just not, I feel like there. It Windows takes the, 95, not, not really. <laughs> it takes the substance out of life. Like I feel like, I don't you, know. You can still get dial up internet, yo. Like, yeah. You, you, yeah. That's different. Who wants that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Windows 95 and, and dial up. And Napster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would like to go to an island, man. What, what's what do you know about Austria? You never been there. You no, said never you never left there. the country. No, I never left the yeah, country. Me I mean, I've been to Canada when I was younger. I don't yeah. really count that, and I've been to the Bahamas, yeah. and I don't really count that either. And I was young. I was it counts. Like, I was like eleven. It definitely counts because I've never left the continent of the United States. At all. No, no, no Hawaii. Oh, like, I've been no. to Hawaii, but that's a state. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's. Well, I haven't even done that. Mm. I've gone to California a bunch of times. It was funny. My friend Amanda came over. She was on the podcast, and um, she, her and her husband travel all over the world. That's Literally, great. like they got married in Thailand. They went to. Um, oh, that's amazing. Uh, I can't pronounce half the countries they went to. I don't mm-hmm. know, but I was telling her that, and she looked her joy at the floor. She looked at me like I had seven heads. I'm like, yeah, no, nah. like I go to Jersey sometimes. Do you have <laughs> like, like any aspiration to travel? That you fuck like, yeah, 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 you yeah, want yeah. to? Yeah, it just hasn't been a priority in the first thirty years of my life for whatever reason. You guys should though. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, we're gonna do it. Like, just do it. That's well, what I said. I'm like, I'm just gonna do this right now. I saw this yeah. class, and then I kept thinking about it for like a couple weeks, and I'm like, why do I keep thinking about this class, this site that I saw? And I'm like, you know what? I must. I need to do this. Obviously, it's like yeah, stuck in my yeah. head. And I'm like, it's only ten days, so I'm not gonna be on that long. You know? Yeah, I can come home, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's, I'm also going to do something I really love to do with people that love to do it too. So yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. Where um, where in not not that I would even know if you told me where in Austria it is. Oh, it's but... in Graz. So okay. Graz is like um the only reason why I know how to pronounce that correctly is because I had a customer the other day that, that was from Germany and they were telling me. So I'm like, thank God I know now. But um, it's two hour train ride from Vienna. Okay. So I would probably not fly into Vienna then. So I would fly into Graz, and it's like 20 minutes from there, the castle I'm staying at. You're staying at a castle? Yeah. Oh, that's so gangster. And I I have my own room. I could have had a double room, but I decided to get a single room. Cool, so, man. and I think there's only like 12 other people in the class too. And yeah. I they provide like three meals and everything. And yeah. I just, you know, I pay for a room and board and And they it. speak English. So that's, that's Yeah, big. that's good. That's fucking dope, man. Good for you, yo. I, I did something like that not so long ago. I went to, um, I went for, uh, not as far, but I was down in Austin, Texas. They had this little, yeah. um. Muay Thai camp down there. Oh, nice. I went down for a week, and it's the first time. Same thing like you. It was the first time I've really been anywhere by myself just to go do something. But and it was exactly the same way too. It popped up on like my you know news feed or something. There was like this summer camp going on. It was the it was at the gym, um, the company that I got certified as a trainer under, and they're an affiliate of the podcast and and whatnot. So I was like, yeah, I got to do it. And just kind of sat there in the back of my head and it was like chirping, chirping, chirping. I told Dina, I was like, yo, this thing came up. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, go do it. Like, sounds awesome. Yeah. My guys at work were like, yeah, fucking do it, blah, blah, blah. Felt weird that, you know, I wanted to bring her. That was that was like the only strange part about it. <laughs> you know, I was like, I want to bring her. It was before we were engaged. All right. So it was like only, I think I went in um, 
That's very important. Maybe August. Was it long? No, it wasn't. This was before. It was May. I went in May. No, it was just a week. Oh, right. uh, not even. It was like a long weekend. It was like four or five days. Oh, that's nothing. So I went out, but um, I had already picked out the ring I was giving her and mm-hmm. stuff. So I knew we were getting engaged. So I didn't feel too bad. I'm like, I'm like, ah, why she's getting this dope ring when I get back? Like, yeah, like, right. It's okay. Yeah, like next time we'll, we'll go do, we'll do something awesome. But I'm not even sure what we're doing as far as like uh, we might be getting married as soon as August. Oh, next August. The, the, yeah, the upcoming yeah, August, yeah, really. Like 2019. I'm not sure. That's that's close. Yeah, but that's, that's cool though. That, do it. Do whatever feels right. You know. I, I want to. Yeah. You know, I, I want to do. Why it wait? You know. Well, I mean, so much goes into it, man. I it's mean, a, she's I done mean, all it's the, a lot of planning and everything, but she, she she's been awesome with everything, man. She's she's so good at uh at at handling that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, she's I, I guess like like not all girls, but certain girls that like think about that stuff when they're younger and like dream about it and stuff and I, i'm kind of thinking i'm kind of getting the idea dina might be one of those because she's like she's really? into it i was never like that <laughs> yeah it's it's hit or miss i mean i, I could be wrong and maybe she's she's dreading it but she, it seems like she's having a lot of fun she likes being a bride and like doing yeah. her thing so yeah she's she checked out a couple places and i'm all about doing it you know i don't want to say asap but mm-hmm. yeah if it's august it's august but i'm excited for that i'm excited to sit down and talk about the honeymoon though that's great yeah, we'll, we'll look at a couple places. Hopefully, get out the country for the first time. Oh, you, you know? better, you better, you better do a couple things out of the country. Yeah, like, like you should go away for like a month. Yeah, <laughs> that's maybe. how I would do it. Maybe I would like to go to Thailand. Yeah, exactly. Bali is beautiful. Oh my god. Yeah, there's this really nice spot. I follow their Instagram. I should send you. Yeah. Yeah, I should tag you. It's amazing. You'll see it and be like, "This is it." I'm telling yeah. you. Like, I always want to go to Morocco. I'm really interested in that. I really want to go to India. And I really want to go to Greece. Do it, man. There's this really cool website. I'm actually I'm gonna try to look it up for you right now. Um, my homegirl Amanda posted it the other day, and um, I think I started following. Them. I was really inspired by it. I was like, "This is fucking dope." It's some kind of website that does a. Uh, hold on, hold on. Where the hell is it? All right, I'm shot. I don't know where the hell it is. She went to Georgia. And there was a website that she got her her uh, her information her her flight stuff from. Mm. I'm gonna have to edit this because I'm sitting here like an idiot. <laughs> I just went to Georgia this year. What's in Georgia? I went to Atlanta. Um, my uncle lives there, so I was like, "Oh, let me visit him." No one in my family has seemed to visit him at all, and he has this really beautiful house. Uh-huh. And I needed to get away, so I went there for like a week. And he like we drove Porsches, we shot guns. It was really nice. The food is excellent. It was kind of cold, though, when I went, and it was raining. It's dope. Yeah, but it wasn't bad. Some days were nice. Hmm. I can't find this thing, man. She. All right. Oh, okay. I found it. She said, I booked a round trip flight New York to Savannah, Georgia for $60 round trip. Wow. It's my third time here, and honestly, I don't even know if I would ever be able to get over the beauty of it, blah, 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 blah. And, um... Hopper, it's called. Oh yeah, I have that. I have that app. Okay. Yeah. I have so Sky Scanner too. That one's really good. I think I'm gonna use that. I didn't book my flight yet. It's gonna be like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Going Which, over whatever. there is crazy. <laughs> so uh, evidently, this website is like it watches flights. Yeah. And it alerts you if like something's cheap or whatever. But you can go like I guess there's like a, a thing you can go on almost like any day of the week and like look at like that day or like the following week or whatever. And it'll just show you all the places that you go for like next to nothing. Mm-hmm. 
I was fucking cool, man. I was like, shit. So I got the app. I haven't checked it out yet, but I was like, fuck. I have it. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's not bad. But awesome. Skyscanner is really good, too. I found cheaper ones on there. Really? Yeah. I use like Expedia and stuff. I'm just like, I Expedia was cool because I, I just did like the whole, I need, I need a hotel. I need a car. I need a flight. I'm just like, yeah. I here. did that last year. I went to uh, New Orleans. And I went there, and I oh my god! I with two people, we paid like seven hundred each, and we stayed in this gorgeous place with a balcony, and we had the flight and everything, and it was just yeah. it was amazing. I love New Orleans. Was so that for uh, Mardi Gras? No, I wouldn't go during Mardi Gras. It, you don't need to. Number one, number yeah. two, it's like nuts. Yeah, it's nuts there every night. It's ridiculous. They actually disinfect Bourbon Street every night. Really? Yeah. Cause it goes, it's crazy. It's uh, it's unbelievable there. You could drink right in yeah. the street. It's it's it's. Have you been to Vegas? Uh yeah, I went to Vegas when I was twenty one. My grandfather, who he passed, but um, he he loved Vegas. He would go like um three months like at one part of the year, and then three months at the end of the year. And he takes everyone when they turn twenty one to Vegas. So he took me for nine days. Nice. So um, I won three grand. That's a, that's a fucking great grandpa, man. Yeah, I won three thousand dollars when I went. And um, I I had a straight straight flush on poker. Wow. Yeah, I've been playing poker for a long time. My mom used to play it with me. No shit, really. Yeah, my mom was like very um, not really like motherly. Like we would play like Candyland, and my mom would be like, uh, "Listen, Jack, I can't I can't play this anymore." So yeah. she would play cards with me because she enjoys it. So I learned how to play poker very well. So when I go there, like I'm really like into it. You know, no I don't just, I don't like, I'm not really a party person. I'm not like a club person because my grandfather was like, oh, why don't you go out to the club? You're going to be all night, yeah. your kids, you're going out. And I'm like, no, I was like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not really into that. I'm not into yeah. like crowds and like loud music. Like once yeah. in a while, it's fine, but I'd rather just sit there and like gamble, you know? Awesome. Not that I'm a gambler either. Like I, if I lose, playing I don't, cards is dope. Yeah. Once I win, I know when to walk away. I bring a certain amount of money that I'm going to spend. Once that's gone, it's gone. That's it. You know, I'm very strict. I'm very responsible what I do. I pay to play. Yeah. If I lose, I lose. If I win, I win. But yeah, I, I hit for a lot. And then I hit for like nice. 950 on roulette. It was great. That's sick. Yeah. yeah. With grandpa. Yeah. And That's then he dope. got us, he got us comp Lady Gaga tickets. So we saw yeah. her at MGM because he gambles a lot. So we got like a, a lot of comps when we were there. Nice. Yo. So I really enjoyed it. Caesars was awesome. But I only went the yeah. one time. Yeah. Uh, it's a like a playground. couple of my boys want to go there. They, they want to do, well, I want to do whoever wants to do a bachelor party out there. So, mm. thinking that's about cool. it, yeah, I want to do something different. That's like that, so, that's, like, yeah, that's so hangover. You know what? Yeah, but I've never been there, so yeah, fuck it. that's true. I've never fuck been it. there. A yeah, lot of families go there. I'll be totally honest. There's a lot of parents with kids there. Kids are everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. They must not be getting a on a plane and going people. there. They must be driving yeah, and stuff. a lot of older people. Like, you really would think, you know, it depends where you go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's a lot to do there, man. Yeah, I would like to go for a fight great. out there. They have a lot of boxing yeah, and UFC fights and yeah, shit. I would definitely. love to do that, man. But you can go like like where my aunt lives. She lives in Huntington Beach, California, in um, Southern California. It's only like a three-hour drive. It's like for us to mm-hmm. go to AC. Yeah. Something like that. So I might end up doing something like that. Because I've been there a bunch of times. And I've never, for whatever reason, I don't know what's wrong with me. I've never been like, oh, let's go to Vegas. I know. I've like, been to LA, too. And I'm always like, wow, this is a three-hour drive to Vegas yeah. right now. Like, yeah, it's very close, man. Fucking LA is burning down, though, man. I know my uh my Seen friends out there. He uh writes for the L.A. Times and yeah. he says it's really bad. Yeah, people have died. Like twenty nine people died. It's terrible. And with the winds, they can't. Like, what are you supposed to do? There's supposed to be even higher winds this yeah. week. Well, we don't get no fucking rain. My mom said when she, the last time she stayed there, there were fires, and she said that you could see them like over the mountains, and they're just going, and there's just yeah. smoke everywhere. 
It's terrible. I feel really bad. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've seen a couple crazy videos, bro. It's brutal. Yeah, I mean, it sucks to lose your house, but as long as no one gets hurt, that's how I see it. Like, you're more important than anything you own. Yeah. I'm going to set up a thing to, uh, I'm going to set up, like, a little donation thing for the podcast, too. Oh, good. Get something going. Yeah, man. So, anyways, with your acting and modeling, Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you if somebody was looking to get into that. Which, by the way, I, I was never looking to get into that, but I got amped up when you sent me that thing. Oh, yeah, because I work for a casting company yeah. right now. I work for a Liz Lewis Casting, Yeah, which she's amazing. And we cast a lot of like films, commercials, everything, basically. And it's really cool being on the other side and getting to like audition the actors. And like, yeah. I know when I go to auditions, I'm really nervous. So like I try to I know how to like you know, console the actors and make them feel really comfortable. And I know, like, other people who, who aren't actors don't know how to do that. So I really enjoy it. I really en- enjoy being on this side doing yeah. it, you know? But, yeah, if I see anything that fits any of my friends, I always send it to them. Always. Well, I, yeah, it was funny, man. So so uh, if you guys were listening, uh, Jackie sent me a uh, was a casting call. Yeah. Word. So it was for Men's Health, and it was from uh, – Guys who were into uh, into bodybuilding and doing a ketogenic diet, mm-hmm. which I've been following for like years. I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. So I'm like thinking like in my head, I'm like, I'm going to be in men's health, bro. <laughs> so like I emailed, you know, like they wanted a picture. They wanted this, that, the other thing. and they, they want, So I sent an email. Uh, I think it was like two days later, I had a missed phone call and a text message from the lady. It was, it was late. It was like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, you're not supposed to have a life. You're supposed to yeah. be on call like all the I, time. Dude. Yeah. It sucked because so so the next day I'm up at, I wake up at four in the morning mm-hmm. so four in the morning I see that somebody called me at ten thirty whatever it was I'm like fuck texting back I'm like yeah you know uh, I'm definitely interested I apologize missed your call sleeping whatever yeah we can talk whenever and um a bunch of hours later she said okay great yeah I'll, I'll call you in a little bit and I was like awesome I'm like mm-hmm. sweet man this is exciting and um I never heard from her and I can't I can't help but think in my head I'm like fuck I'm like what if I was awake. And I would answer that call. It yeah, but no, I always think of it this way. If they want you, they'll find you. Yeah. You'll you'll be there if they want you. It yeah, could be yeah, the yeah. day of the shoot. They could have hired someone else for the shoot. They could have paid that person. And then they'll take pictures and be like, you know what? They're not what we're looking for. And they'll hire you. They'll find that person. Yeah. That's how it works. And they'll be searching for people for a while. Yeah. You know? So um, also, yeah, you were asking me a lot of questions. And I'm like, usually when you audition or you send information, you just forget about it. After yeah. you do it, you forget about it. Like, my mom's always asking me, like, did they call you? Did they do yeah, this? Are you going to yeah. call them and ask? I'm like, no, you don't yeah. do that. You won't hear anything until they want you. And that's it. That's the way it yeah. is. I remember I went to this Red Hot Chili Peppers, like, audition for a music video, oh, which shit. is really cool. I've been to Coach or forget it, so many. And so it's a lot of pressure because you're like, wow, this could be a big deal for me. And you just put it out of your head afterwards because you're always thinking, I should have did this. I should have looked at her this way, or I should have like moved this way. Why didn't I say this? I sound like an idiot. Yeah. You can't, you can't do that. It's over. It's done. You know. Yeah. But I like that. I like the rush. I like the game. Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't know too much about it. I was like, I, I don't. I never. I never got into that stuff, man. It's funny because that I feel like in in a sense that would be, you know, like I I have a mission and a goal and um. You know this this brand that I'm I'm trying to build through podcasting and personal training and coaching and you know health and Joel all the all the stuff mm-hmm. I do. So I'm like, uh, you know, if I put my face out there a little bit more, you know, talk to people, made it a little more personable. That's why I sent it to you. I probably yeah no I appreciate it because I was I, like that would be great. You could do yeah. this like promote that. That would be see how it all yeah. ties in. 
See how that's yeah. like a modeling gig, and here you are doing health and fitness and doing a podcast. Oh, like yeah. you would think, like never. That's yeah. how it ties in. It all ties in. That's why I started doing it this way. I didn't like say like, oh, I want to be seen sexy or I want people to see me this way. Like that's yeah. not why. I tried. I was like, let me see what I could do right now with this. And so far, I feel like I'm going. You know, in the, like the film, I yeah. just you know. So we might we'll see where it goes. Fucking it. But you know, as far as like getting into it, like acting, just work you gotta just work you gotta yeah. find work and just keep doing it everyone's always worried about how do you get an agent how do you do this i had yeah. an agent for a little while for a couple of years i actually just left them i'm not with them anymore they got me one job i did newport cigarettes canteen i got oh, yeah. paid very well for it yeah that was it though everything else i've done i booked like i did bloomberg business week i did the cover of that for like oh, 2013 no when snapchat came out i booked that by myself Online. That's cool. Max and I booked by myself. I worked for a complex magazine, you know? So, like, what are some um, resources or, like, um, websites or, or ways to get into – so, say somebody wants to get into that, get, get into modeling. All right. First so, off. Model Mayhem, a lot of people – it goes both ways. A lot of people say it's a very shady site, and you have to be very careful with using it. And you have to be very careful with using everything. I would even say backstage is very shady. Um, in a way where like people won't have like reputable companies, you have to research every job you're going to do. So if you find a casting, you want to know the name of the company. You want to know how long the company has been up. You want to research. You want to see if they have a website. You want to see how many followers. Now it's all about followers. So you want to see how many followers they have. You want to see the people they're interacting with. You might want to contact some people they've worked with as well to see where you're going. You don't want to be alone. You know, I'm very cautious about what I do. I travel alone. I remember I did a shoot in Spanish Harlem alone. I had to travel home alone at night with all my stuff. You know, I'm very careful making sure that I'm around people that, you know, aren't going to take advantage of me. Right. But um, you definitely want to do that. You want to research it. Um, so Model Mayhem, that's what you you have to research a lot of their stuff. Because some of their stuff, they so have a lot of fetish stuff on to... there. Yeah. That's okay. where I found the Maxim job. I actually just Wait. went to a casting yesterday from somewhere I found on there. It's called, like, Click Picks. And they have this really cool, like, operation going on where um, they have no middlemen. So someone will go on their website, a brand, say, like, Nike, say, like, JCPenney, anyone, will go on their thing and they could hire the model on there, the location, the setting, everything, right on there. And they could pay a fee. They could pay a rush fee so that they can get the product within 48 hours because sometimes you need it right away. And who has the time to, you know, contact a casting director, contact a makeup artist, contact all these people to do all this stuff in a matter of two days. You know, and have them all reliable. It's so hard to match up schedules with people, especially with actors. Like this Saturday, I'm doing voiceovers for another film that I did that I'm a main character in. And um, it, it took us weeks just to get the cinematographer up here. He lives eight hours away and he had to yeah. get off work. Then we have to get this other woman playing my mother here and she lives somewhere else. So someone moved to California that was in the film. So there's like so much going on. And finally, we have everyone together. And then... With the click picks, then they wanted me to shoot on Saturday too, like do a test shoot. And I'm like, now I have this other. It's always like something. Yeah. It's so hard to move around your schedule. You got you to gotta post some of that stuff, man. Do you, you do have a, you have your own website? No, I don't. It's, I have my it's... Facebook. I use that mainly for work and yeah. it's personal too. I think I use it for both because I, I have like over 2,000 followers just on my Facebook alone. So I'm like, that's really good because I yeah. don't know how I'm going to get that on like if I start a new one. Well, if you started a website, then it's not really... I find a lot of work through Facebook, too. Yeah? I found... I work through for Cosmopolitan. But I'm saying you should make a website yeah. so you have, like, a place for, like, like when sh- you're writing stuff. Yeah. You know, like, stuff like that. You yeah, know, I have, like, a blog. Like a I was thinking of doing, like, yeah. a blog. Yeah. Do it, man. 
I, I have to be like super encouraging with that because mm-hmm. there were there were a handful of people who were really encouraging to me when I did. I'm like, I don't know, no one's here. What I have to That's say? How like, I, feel. I don't want it. But yeah, it's one thing leads to another, man. It's um, it ends up being something you look forward to. Mm-hmm. You know, like just being able to get your work out there. I mean, you do that, you know, on a daily basis, anyways. But I know, like for me, like I started the blog. I decided I was dedicating 100 percent of my social media to what I what I'm doing, what mm-hmm. I want to be doing, and then um. I was flirting with the idea of doing a podcast maybe as long as like two years ago. When I first started listening to myself, I'm like, oh, man, I want to have a podcast. Like, it mm-hmm. seems cool. Like, just kind of bullshit with people. And it just became more and more like, I'm like, I have to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's it's such a great excuse to sit across from somebody interesting every week and just bullshit and get to learn things about like modeling or photography or MMA or yeah. what, whatever I'm doing. And it's uh, so it's it's opened that door. And it's uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. You're a really good writer. You have a lot to share. You're yeah. very talented. I'm very honest, too. So I would tell yeah. people exactly. I haven't lied in like eight years. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful, yeah. man. I mean, and, and that's big. That's big like when you're when you're trying to, I guess, like grow a brand or whatever, that, that transparency, that honesty, like, you know, ability to relate to people and whatnot. It's, it's important. It's, it's hard, too, because sometimes like when I'll get invited, when I was a little younger, I would get invited to like do promos at parties and they'll be like, Oh, bring a bunch of your friends, but your friends have to look just like you. And it's like, of course, not everyone models, not everyone's, you know, and that doesn't make them any less of people. And that I don't like that, you know, and I'm very honest about that with my friends. It sounds like some tool ass dude. Like, yeah, uh, but it's not, it's not, that's how it is. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. That's, you know, like I was looking, we do outreach at um, my casting company. And sometimes, you know, you look for normal average people. You Sometimes you don't look for actors. You don't look for models. But sometimes you have to really look for people that are good looking. And like to have to look for people like that and have all these other qualities as well. Like to be a doctor. Like we had to find like doctors in New York at one point, you know, but they have to be good looking. And they can't, They have to have on-camera experience, you know, like they, you know, all these like Yeah, it's really specific. Things. Yeah. And people, it's, it's very, you know, it's, you're always worrying about, like, your body and how you look. Yeah. You know? Like, I, w- I went tanning the other day. Like, even in the winter, you don't want to show up to a casting, like, not tan or, like, yeah. you know, dry skin or anything. Yeah. Always ready. But my, I don't know how the fuck you do it off this, like, garlic knot diet, bro. I have the, I don't, Good I never you. diet, never dieted ever. And I know, I don't really work out, ever. I, I, <laughs> I had a gym membership at one point for, like, a week. I think when I was younger and I like would eat a lot, take the bus to the gym and then eat right after the gym, like pizza. And, yeah. um, I eat McDonald's a lot. I eat a lot of fast food. <laughs> I don't, I think maybe cause I can and you like it. camera ready every day. That's crazy. Yeah. Like sometimes like if I, if I have a shoot the day, you know, the day, um, the next day I might like the day before, like not eat like three slices of pizza. I might have one. <laughs> and it's like really hard like the day before my casting like yesterday the night before i was eating like a devil dog and you know when you eat something you just like eat it all except the last bite and i like throw it yeah. out yeah that's funny man but um yeah i don't know thank god i'm sure i'll catch up to me eventually but uh i'll just ride with it for now i do commute yeah, a lot do you think i commute like an hour and a half a day so maybe the walking i walk a lot my also my room's yeah. in the attic so I'm constantly going up and downstairs. Yeah. I'm two flights up, so constantly. Yeah, movement. movement so maybe that. Movement I do up. aerial yoga sometimes, which I really enjoy. Oh, that's cool. I was a cheerleader in high school. I've done dance. Like last year, I did Broadway Dance Center for like three months. I did salsa cha-cha. I did theater jazz. Um, I did a ballet class. I used to do point a little bit, but I'm not really good at that. Yeah, um, so you're relatively tap. active. So yeah, I, was, know, I did gymnastics a lot, you know. Yeah, I'm very like flexible. I'm very active. You know, I have a lot of energy. I run really fast. 
But it's just not not like a physical, you know. It's just yeah. not my interest. I'd rather read it or watch a film. I hear you. Yeah, I'd rather read than than work out a lot of times too. But I'm in there killing. It. It's weird, man. Like I, I I work out a lot. I I was talking to my boy Spike last week. He was on and I was saying I'm like, you know, I never really look forward to it. But I'll do it every day. Yeah. You know, seven days a week I'll do mm-hmm. something. You know, whether it's whether it's yoga, whether it's Muay Thai, whether it's jujitsu, whether it's lifting weights, going for runs. It's like I have to. Mm-hmm. If I don't, it's like I get this weird feeling. Like, what the fuck? What, what's going on? I like to do all these different things to like just build upon myself. Yeah. Like I know I can always use it. I can always right. write in my resume. I could always use any like activity. Like when I shot the gun, that was great. When yeah. I did this film, we did like um I learned like combat training. For like the film yeah. I did, I had like a knife fight. I really want to do like knife throwing classes now, or like star throwing. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, not the axe. I'm not really into that. Yeah, I see everyone doing it, so now I don't want to do it. Every time people do something, I go the I don't want to do it. <laughs> we should um hold pads for you one day. Learn how to like how to box and stuff. Yeah. That would be cool. That would, I did kickboxing once when yeah. I was younger. I took a class on that. When me and my me and my cousin, she just actually recently got married and she said I could be a bridesmaid, so I'm like really excited about that. Oh, cool. I grew up with her. Um I basically lived at her house every summer. We went we traveled everywhere together. We went to Niagara Falls together, California, the Bahamas, Hawaii, everywhere. Nice. Um so uh what was I saying? <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm really close for her, and um, I forgot what I was saying. I totally, like, drifted off. Uh, like, you talking oh about gosh. traveling? Oh, so every summer we used to go to this college in New Jersey, and we used to take classes there. And um, it was kind of like a summer camp, but not like summer camp where you would go, like, um, kayaking or anything like that. It was like, basically, we took origami classes. I took calligraphy there. I took swimming classes. I took kickboxing. I took basketball. Like, all these different activities. So I really... I'm not, I don't feel like I'm like the best at everything, but I have like a different hand in all different things. Yeah. And that's what I love to do. I love learning new yeah. things. Like when I graduated college, I had, I graduated like 30 credits extra than I needed. I just Damn. like, I just wanted to like take different classes. Like I hear a class like intro to this, or like I took woman's studies a lot or film classes, even though I was a theater major, I took dance. So I really like that. <clears throat> that's cool, man. Yeah. Student of the universe. I actually watched a movie last night and like they were, the girl was talking about college and she's like, yeah, I, t- I never went to my intro to Hinduism class. And I'm like, intro to Hinduism. I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could take that now. I was like, that sounds so interesting. Like I love yeah. learning about new things. That's cool. And man. also like, as you, with acting, it's very, it's good for everyone. It's not just good for people who want to be actors. Like the classes they teach you, the things we went through and broke apart like ourselves and like you have to leave everything at the door it's really like a good icebreaker to get to know people and to like really like some pe- people would cry you know people really open up when i took that dance yeah. class i had an activity the activity was i had to sit in front of someone i didn't even know and stare into their eyes for 30 minutes straight and sit there and just look at them it was so at first it's like awkward right yeah and then like as it's happening you're like all right we have to and you're like reading each other and like you get to know like i'm friends with this person now who i who had this activity with right and it's so wild because like you start going through shit together sorry i curse you're going through things together as you're looking at them just sitting there and it's like all these different emotions and you're feeling it and then they start feeling it and you're like looking so i really enjoyed that i love like those icebreaker activities like in acting class the the homework is just re- like my homework would be like I had to make up a clown like I had to make up my own clown and like come in and like yo Dina we're looking that. into each other's eyes for thirty minutes straight you later. should you should it's really interesting 
We're going to have a whole conversation without saying words. Yeah, don't say any. Like, really be strict about it. Do it. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, she ignored me. I don't think she's with it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's, that's, that's different. You get to do all these different things, and it, like, opens you up as a person. You get to learn yeah. different parts of yourself that you wouldn't normally, you know, around people that you wouldn't normally talk to. Yeah. So it's really, I really enjoy that about it. Yeah, it sounds like a cool community, man. Yeah, I would be interested in doing something like that, man. I might have to come with you to one of these these things. Yeah, like I did um, I did Studio 4 in the city, which is Jane Franco's school. And he has one in L.A. and one in New York City. And they study Meisner technique there. What's which, that? Um, so Meisner is very repetitive. So they repeat things in order to get emotions out. So like we would sit, like this is how we did it in class. I would sit right across from you and I would be like, oh, you're wearing a, a black hoodie. And you, you would say, I'm wearing a black hoodie. And I would say, yeah, you're wearing a black hoodie. We keep going back and forth. Now, eventually, you're going to say something else. And, you know, you're going to change your tone. Something might happen. You might say, oh, you sound annoyed. And I'd be like, I sound annoyed. And, you know, you keep going back and forth and more things come up. And you start, like, going into this whole, like, story of this whole, like, thing. Huh. I don't act, like, I don't use that when I work. But I found it very interesting to, you know, learn yeah. that way. And I also met a lot of cool people in that class. So I really enjoyed that. I did that for, like, three or four months. It's different, man. Mm-hmm. So there's so many weird little techniques that go into People acting. People would cry. Speaking of crying, how do you? Yeah. How do you? F- so you said you can you can cry on like like that. Yeah, like I just... cry on spot. Um, how, how do you guys? How do I? Don't, I never understood how actors and actresses do that. I could just put myself somewhere. Like I have so many emotions in me. Like I could totally think of anything I felt in my life at one point that I remember. I could put myself there again. Wow. I could sometimes I could smell days that i've had you know or like i could just like if i really concentrate yeah you know i don't know it's like really hard to explain i could just like i think of sometimes it's not always sad things like it's just like memories or like things i miss or certain feelings i've had that's why i give people credit to that man i don't think yeah i'm that good i did it on two projects so far um i did this little short with this woman eileen Dietz. She was in the original Exorcist. She played Captain Howdy, that like really creepy face in the Exorcist. Mm-hmm. She flew down here from LA and we did a little short and um, I had to cry on spot in that. And that was really cool. And it's really hard while you're filming too, because, you know, while you're crying, people have to stop. There's lights, there's this, there's that. So you have to like keep it going. You're like, all right, guys. And you're like holding it, holding it. And then you're like, yeah. oh. <laughs> and they'll be like, get it, get it now. She's bowling, get her now. And I did a monologue in the film I just did too, where that's hard too, because you're acting out a monologue and you have to, you don't just start off crying. So they don't just start, you know, you can't like work up to crying and then they start filming you. You're working up to it as they're filming you. So you have to do it throughout the monologue. So I try to put, sometimes when I do a monologue, I try to put like trigger things in it, like certain words or certain things. And I'll put like a word association, like a feeling behind it that might like trigger me. And then I'll do that. Sometimes like I did this movie catch of the day. And I got abducted. Like I was going to my car. I, I went, I was at a bar and then I went, walked to my car and someone snatched me and I end up, my character ends up getting killed. But, um, have you had to die on camera? Have I died on camera? No, I haven't, but I would uh, love to die on camera. Yeah, worry. I could definitely die on camera, of course. But that night when I did that and I kept getting like snatched over and over and we were in this like vacant, like street doing it. And like, it was like a, maybe an eight hour shoot into the night and, like, when I'm acting, I really put myself in that position. I start really yeah. thinking, like, what if this was me? And I travel home a lot, so, like, it's really easy for me to put myself there. The whole night, I'm think I, like, freaked out the whole night 
after we shot, like I'm in that headset. I have to like decompress and work myself wow. out of every character I do. But I, I, I enjoy it. I love it. I love that yeah. I went somewhere else. I love that I am now somewhere else that no one else was, you know? And I did it for myself. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's a beautiful form of self-expression, art, doing mm-hmm. your thing. That's cool. I've right? done performance art, too. I did performance art in college where um, I made a, a life-size Barbie box. And um, I did, like, this whole, like, twisted thing on Barbie and how, like, her measurements are, you know, if Barbie was a real person, she would, yeah. she wouldn't even, like, really be able to live because her measurements and her, her She's malnourished as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so I did, like, this whole Barbie box and I, like, shackled yeah. my ankles together and I wore, like, these big wax, wax lips and um, I had all these, like, fake, like, things I kept sticking on myself. And then I had someone come up and take, like, plastic wrap and wrap my whole body in plastic wrap and then put me in this box and, like, lock me in there. And, like, the box wow. had all these, like, images on it, all these twisted images of Barbie, like, distorted. My my teacher actually kept the box. <laughs> but I did something like that. Then I did something about my family and my upbringing. And I remember I had to light, I had to light incense and drink wine during my piece. <laughs> like, wow. that was, like, a requirement for me. And um, I did, like, this whole thing about, like, how I was brought up. And no one in my class knew, like, how I was brought up. And I'm, like, talking about it. And then, like, I did this whole thing of, like, do you perceive me differently? And I put, like, this whole, like, line on the floor. I really enjoy performance art. I find it really interesting. I remember hearing, I think, I forget the, I think it was Marie Abramovic that did, like, her and her husband, like, tied their hair together. And they lived like that for a really long time. Like, it's, like, kind of, like, an experimental kind of, like, art, you know? You, like, try new things, and you commit your whole life to it for that period of time. I find that to be very interesting. I don't know. I love things. Like, to me, that's, like, an adventure. It could even be, even if it's stressful. Even if it's something. I love a challenge. I always want to see, can I put, I'm really strong. I'm really, have a very strong mind, so can I put myself through it? You know, I love things I've never tried. I'll try everything once. Even if it's something that scares me, I'll do it. As long as, you know, I'm safe. You know, yeah. I'm not hurting anyone. That's the two most important things to me. No one's dying. You know, whatever. That's, that's cool, how, man. you know, that's how I basically, that's my mantra. I'm safe and, you know, I'm not hurting anyone else. You ever go skydiving? No, that would be very, I hate heights. <laughs> I, I love roller coasters. Because yeah. to me, what, what comes up must come down. So yeah. that's fine with me. I've actually traveled a lot to go to different roller coasters. Like I remember... Yeah. Before King Dakar in Cedar Point, they had Top Thrill Dragster. So it was like 420 feet. They launch you at 120 miles per hour. You go straight up, straight, and you drop straight into a corkscrew. And we yeah. drove, me and my dad and my cousin and um, my stepmother, we drove eight hours there to do that. Wow. Yeah, so we did that. I've done King's That's Dominion. dedication. Yeah, I love roller coasters. But skydiving, I would be really nervous. Yeah. You have someone attached to you, right? When you yeah. do it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. You had to go. You have to go a certain amount of times before they let you go by yourself. I don't. Yeah. Okay. They. It's. It's not like I don't know if it's a certain amount of times. I, I guess it is, but the way they describe it, from what I understand, is uh, amount of time in the air mm-hmm. tandem. So it's. I forget how many. It's like. A I would have to take Dramamine because I get motion sickness. Because I've been yeah. in a helicopter when I went to Hawaii. We did the helicopter ride over the volcanoes and everything, and I got really sick on it. Yeah. And I'm also very bad on boats, so I'd have to take a Dramamine if I did that. I would be very nervous. I would yeah. probably be bugging out on it, but I would do it. Well, the weird thing about it was the it was a small plane. Mm-hmm. I only went once. I, I did it a bunch of years ago with a friend, and um, you're you're up obviously really really high, so. You can only see clouds when, when you do jump. But 
it's strange because you're in the plane and there's a whole bunch of red lights everywhere mm-hmm. and the doors are closed. And I guess when they get in a certain spot where, you know, you need to jump and there's like between like six and ten other people who mm-hmm. are jumping as well. So at a moment's notice, all those little red lights turn green and the doors go flying open. So it's like you're sitting there one second. It's pretty loud because you're in a small mm-hmm. little plane. And it's like whatever. You're like, oh, my God, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And it's like beep. And it's like poof, 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 poof. Mm-hmm. And, and it's fly. It's freezing cold. I went in like July or something. But up that high, it's still like 50 degrees. Yeah. So it's like sitting there shivering, man. And then before you know it, you're looking over the edge. You hang with your feet and it's they do like one, two, three and you jump. So that that experience is crazy. That person falling's like responsible though for pulling the parachute. Yeah. So I would I would trust them and I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was cool. There was two fucked up parts. That was one fucked up part because it's like you, you look down and all you see is clouds and you're like what the fuck. The second part that was fucked up is yeah he pulls the parachute and does his thing. He asked me if I wanted to to like steer to whatever. So if you pull the right side of the parachute, you go to the right. If you mm-hmm. pull the left, you go to the left. He's like, yeah, yeah you want to? Well, I was like, yeah, hell yeah. So I, I grabbed things and like I went like that way too far. So we started kind of like, <laughs> oh I was like, fuck this, bro. Like, I don't, I don't want to touch this shit. But so that was fucked up. Um, <laughs> shit my pants a little bit for sure. But otherwise, it was fun. It goes by real fast. I don't know why that just reminded me. Like this year, I was the first time I shot a gun, and the first shot I took was at the floor. Like I didn't know. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't put my Yikes. yeah. I just put my finger right on the trigger and I just shot the floor. And the guy's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, calm down!" Damn, yo. And I got so nervous. Like the moment I walked into that room and heard the sh- the guns, I like jumped. I was so nervous. And my mom loves shooting guns. She's such yeah. a great shot. Oh shit! Yeah. My sister does, man. She's really into that. Shout out Chelsea. Crazy week. Don't <laughs> she? She has a bunch, man. Weird. Yeah. Weird. She yeah. She has like a little pink gun. Fuck oh, up, that's man. cool. I yeah. don't. I don't know if I would ever own a gun. I mean, I'm not a gun advocate. I'm not not a gun. You know, I'm just. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Not no. for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I study martial arts. I try to think that my body is a weapon. I do that. Granted, though, if someone else has a gun, I'm fucked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless I get to them real fast and <laughs> disarm them. But all right, man. So let's wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you on social media? Maybe some of the uh, the films you're doing or where you're modeling at? Uh, yeah, so like my Instagram would be at xcheech, C-H-E-E-C-H-X. Um, I have my uh, my Facebook, which is my name, Jackie Dragna. Um, I work with Fuzz on the Lens a lot, and they have a lot. If you go on their Facebook, it's at, you know, Fuzz on the Lens. Um, they have all the projects that we've been doing. Abnormal Attraction is literally posted everywhere. The events that are coming up, they constantly post. Uh, Abnormal Attraction actually has its own page as well. If you want to follow that, um, what else? I work with Gorilla Revolutions. They have um, Last Laugh, which is a film I'm recently doing that should be coming out maybe end of this year, next year, spring possibly. Uh, I worked with Macaroni Productions. They also have a lot of my stuff on there. If you Google Sweet. me, a lot of my you know work comes up as well. Awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, and in December you said that they're gonna be the movie you just shot. Yeah. Where you were a crazy looking zombie. Mm-hmm. That should be... be coming out distributed online, hopefully by like Valentine's Day next year. All right, so cool. everyone will be able to see it. All right, yo. So everyone follow Jackie, and I'll repost all your stuff. Then oh, I'll, thank I'll share. You. I'm, I'm a fan, it. and keep writing. 
Yeah, Please. I'll try. Yeah, I mean, I have. I hook I already... up a blog website. Yo, it was the easiest thing I ever did. I I made a uh, my website on Squarespace. It took me like an hour, and it's. Do you it's... copyright your material though? Do you, are you afraid of people stealing your ideas? No, nah, they no, nah, not really. They could steal it. It's not really mine in the first place. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, most of it's like it's people way way smarter than me coming up with data, and you know, I kind of test it for myself and interpret it into how it relates to what mm-hmm. I'm doing. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, don't steal my shit though. That doesn't mean, <laughs> doesn't mean go to my website and take things. But yeah, nah, it's it's all good. No one's doing that. But yo, thank you for coming by. Oh, you're welcome. You're thank awesome. you for having me. I appreciate oh, f- it. Fucking my pleasure, man. Keep doing your <laughs> thing. And we'll uh we'll repost all your stuff. We'll get you all out right, there. Cool, thank you. My pleasure, man.